Alright, what is up everybody? Today we have my dear friend Ali here. Um, I met him through the interwebs through our course that we bought. We'll definitely talk about that. Um, but uh, yeah, welcome back to the Ascension Show, episode 2. You should feel <laughs> very honored. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but uh, why don't you go ahead and give yourself an introduction so everyone can become so, familiar with yourself. Hello everyone and welcome to this episode. My name is uh, Ali Reza, publicly known as a light. I'm a range of things, <laughs> still um, kind of building the character, but mostly musician, artist, and trying to find an intersection between business and art. Mm, I like that. An intersection between business and art because how can you optimize your creativity for, for other people, right? You want people to be interested in your, your, mm -hmm. your stuff, right? What you're passionate about. Um, and I think that you've got a great brand going for you, a light creations. Um, yeah. yeah, everybody has like, you know, Solbra, right? Solbra is like, that is, that is probably one of the best brand name Solbra he's the Solbra right what can you embody right what what are you so going to embody this thing all started from the name Elite cuz firstly i found the name Ali Reza hard to pronounce for people over here cuz i cuz i moved to canada 6 years ago and everyone would be like is this the right way to pronounce your name i'm like uh oh. <laughs> again so i was like maybe i should build a character name that resonates even more with who I am even more mm. than my real name and I started thinking but it's proven to me that when you force yourself to find something creative you always fail and you have to be in a recipient state and tell the universe that I'm ready and it's going to give you it and that's exactly what happened. Um, I was searching names and everything, and suddenly came up with this name, Elite, and it just. How, uh, how did it come about? It's, it's a range of things, uh, but to put it simply, is I searched the um, re Redux version of my name, which is A L I T, L E T. And I realized it's a verb, elit, and I found the present tense, and it was elite. And I was like, okay, mm. if elite is the present version of Ali T, then I'm elite. <laughs> dude, that is awesome, man. That makes yeah. me so excited, dude. That's awesome. And so you're using this Alight, and you've got a YouTube channel, and it seems like your content is very well versed. I once used time, or I one time used your um, your sleep um, hurts, and then other times you're talking about mentality, and you're using a lot of analogies <laughs> between the Ninja Turtles. Um, yeah. There's lots of lessons to take from there, man. Um, and and then you're also you talk a little bit about Taekwondo. Um, I think it's really awesome that you're you're doing that and the biggest thing that I hear from people who are just content creators and have this yeah. brand for themselves is keep creating every day just create 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 and put out that information and sooner or later people will mm -hmm. come because exactly. they want to hear your message and it's it's much easier said than done to be consistent it's like extremely oh, 100% difficult yeah 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 I can imagine. Especially especially with, with the way that um, these algorithms are designed. Uh, it's not just about consistency, but also the rhythm. So if, if it was just like post every now and then, but do be consistent, it would have been like easier. But it's like you have to post every week, same time, same day. Yeah. Interesting. That's how the algorithm works. It recognizes mm -hmm. the, speci the specific timetables yeah. in which you, you release your content. And so what, what does it do so with basically that basically it uses it to um, evaluate if you're a serious content creator or not. 
So if you are not consistent with even your timing, especially with mm. YouTube, especially with YouTube, if you're not, so because every uh, major creator, if you speak to them one-on-one, -on -one, they would tell you that you need this cadence going. For example, uh, you start posting and you realize that most of your audience is most active um, at a certain date, sorry, on a certain day of the week and at a certain time. So that's when you should be always posting every week. Good to know, man. Um, yeah, I feel like so sometimes you can get caught up in like the process and, and things and, and you're posting your mm -hmm. content, but you feel like it's not necessarily working, especially if you're cold. I don't want to say, you know how you're doing cold calls for sales? It kind of feels the same way with the content creation because you're putting everything out. And, you know, sometimes at first it's hard because you have, you don't have a, a big audience. You start out with zero, basically. Um, and I, you know, I, I am become friends with people who are, you know, starting this journey. And, and I, I guess I could be one myself where you start at a, at a baseline and, and it's all on you. You're all, you're all accountable for your actions. Um, so it's, it's actually really interesting to see, like you put in the dedication, you put mm -hmm. in the work and you'll get the returns. And I think the big thing with commitment to stuff like this and anything in general is people want to see returns right away. So if I'm making these videos and I'm posting every Friday at 1 p.m. so my audience can view it, and but you're not necessarily seeing results exactly. in one month, two months, six months, people will be turned off to that. And, and really, the thing is, the secret mm -hmm. is look at the long term. And I learned this lesson the hard way exactly. and, and through martial arts. Um, mm -hmm. it's special, it's a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, right? It takes 10 years to get your black belt. It's the longest route to black belt in any martial art. And yeah. two years in between each belt, because there's five belts. And you can get so short-sighted, like, oh, why didn't I get my stripe today? Or, oh, this person tapped me today. What the fuck? But you don't, you, you're so caught up in that short-term reward that you don't think about the long-term, like, oh, okay, this mm -hmm. literally does not fucking matter. In 10 years, I'm going to be a black belt. And you just have to stick with it and reap the benefits after mm -hmm. you've put in yeah, the time definitely. and the dedication. I was at this jiu-jitsu club, by the way, so. yesterday. Again. Again. Yeah. You want jiu-jitsu? <laughs> I'm falling in love Dude, with awesome, it. Dude, awesome, man. Because of how much I hate it. <laughs> Dude... That's exactly how it was exactly. at first. You get your ass beat, but you're like, you you get tapped like someone chokes the absolute like frap out of your neck. Exactly, you're like, oh exactly. My God, like this is awesome. I was telling my father, in any other martial arts, like if you fail, if you get knocked out, anything, you like your ego always has some room to escape, but but in jujitsu, <laughs> you are fucking tapping. There is no room. You have to be humiliated. Yeah, because you, your your arm is gonna break, <laughs> yeah, or you're gonna like, just be choked. You think with yourself: if there was anything else that I could do, I would have done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, so yesterday, um, I'm I'm on injury reserve, guys. I um I tore my ACL. I had ACL reconstruction and meniscus repair. That doesn't kill my spirits, though. Um, besides the fact. Um, I, yesterday I went to class, some, some of my jujitsu bros are competing, uh, tomorrow and I went there say what's up, you know, check in on everybody. And I was watching, you know, what you just said made me think about, I was watching this new guy roll with a purple belt and purple belt. You've been doing it for four years, four or five years. And this white belt just kept getting just destroyed by this purple belt, obviously, right? And and so the purple belt is like tapping this guy and the guy is like coming out of the submissions laughing and be like, ha ha, dude, that's awesome. Like he's enjoying it. Yeah. Like he's enjoying getting his ass beat. And I think I think that like, <clears throat> you know, you're laughing it off, but your ego is just being totally destroyed. And um, I think it's actually really necessary for people to go through something like this. Like I'm not saying it's necessary for everybody to train jiu-jitsu, but I'm, I'm saying it's necessary for people to en mm -hmm. endure what failure looks like um, because yeah. it's so easy yeah, not to fail exactly. nowadays or, or so easy to mask exactly. the, the, the yeah. consequences from failure. Um, I feel like any martial art or any sport, 
in general will help you accept failure, especially yeah. the so, the solo sports. Yeah. And it also teaches you a lot exactly. about winning too, because it's solo. Um, but you, um, black belt taekwondo, um, explain explain a little bit about you know what you've seen with taekwondo and jujitsu, and and then how mm -hmm. taekwondo has helped your mind. Well, taekwondo was one of the initial things that brought who I am, basically who I was at that time, because it was about seven, eight years ago, um, out of that surface level personality. So I, at least in, in, in the eyes of my family, I was this weak little child um, who got angry very mm -hmm. easily and everything. And so they decided to put me in a taekwondo class and it worked I mean I toughened up <laughs> and yeah right but then we moved to Canada and I basically rushed it to a tournament and I got knocked out uh, very badly ended up with a concussion was forced to quit basically for a while and but yeah but after that i just didn't go back to it because got busy with other things but taekwondo definitely leveled up my personality yeah i um i i could agree with you 100 percent. like jujitsu did the same thing i played soccer all my life and then i was you know that little boy um, that would just like totally like if the boys I'm hanging out with the boys they wanted to wrestle or something I'm totally like avoiding that mm -hmm. shit I am not I was not gonna get involved I was not gonna be humiliated in front of my friends like that mm -hmm. I just was not here for it I would totally avoid like physical education low self esteem low self confidence and I start training jujitsu and that was when before I turned eighteen and now two years last month is when I started jujitsu right and the person that I know you change over time, but the, the trajectory that I was on versus when I started jiu-jitsu, like the tra trajectory that it sent me on, is it, I'm a completely different person. A completely different person. My mentality has been completely sharpened to the iron because of the people that you surround yourself with and then the the kind of ego destruction, Definitely. remodeling maybe that, that, that you endure. And now, like, jiu-jitsu has taught me about mentality right getting yourself through that that barrier just surviving and and realizing that there's going to be someone better than you um and mm -hmm. you're going to be better than other people that have fucking respect right and also it taught me about being health conscious um like you can you can get by and and not eat the right things not do the right things for your body but it's going to catch up to you um i walked you know when i moved here to where i am now i had been training for about 6 months and from soccer, I was carrying a hamstring sprain injury, and um, my my jujitsu coach is a yoga instructor. He's a yoga studio, and he was like, "Look at me, I'm 40 years old, and I can do all this, and you can't even do that." And I'm like, "Well, you have a point." And and so he eventually got onto me enough to start like doing yoga and taking care of my body, and you know that turned into into its own thing, right? And and you just progressively mm -hmm. seem to make improvements, and and. You know the benefits are there if you're willing to take them, yeah. and I feel like that's with anything. Definitely, hundred um, percent. So, yeah, I um I I put a lot about on who I am now on jujitsu. Mm -hmm. Like I would never like be in the gym, but jujitsu has got me wanting the gym. Like 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 all this energy. Like yeah, I gotta get in the gym now, man. Um, and then also with the jujitsu, I feel like it has totally like helped my my mentality with this ACL tear. So. If you want me to give a little background? Did I you even tell no. you about how I tore it? <laughs> no. Okay. So, so at the end of class, coach puts two people together to do a super fight, which is like a, a jujitsu roll starting from standing. Everybody watches. It's like the best part of class. And I got this jujitsu buddy that me and him are tight. Me and him competed together in a competition where we were in the same bracket because we're the same weight and the same rank. So we're, we're homies like that, right? And he puts us together because same same rank, same size. Because that's how you do it when you fight. Um, and so I've got him 
you know, we start from standing and you, the point is to get takedown, right? And so I'm trying to do the takedown, right? And I'm trying to do some little judo type throw um, where it's like an inside kick sweep. And I'm back on my left heel. And I try and kick out his legs with my right leg and bring him across my body to bring him to the mats. I'm back on my heel. I'm not sure if he countered it and he like, like kicked me and knocked me off balance or if I completely just did it to myself. But I like brought him over. My weight was on my heel. My knee externally rotated out that way and I went pop and I just went straight to the floor, man. That's um, rough. Yeah, it was rough. Um, <clears throat> so it's March 17th. I tore it probably, probably almost two months ago. Um, and then I had surgery March 1st. So I am a little over two weeks post-op, but my, I could be like a loser mentality. What's, what's the term that Arlen yeah. uses? The loser costume? costume? Yeah. So I could, I put on this loser costume and be like, oh, poor me. Oh, like why me? Why does this always happen to me? Like I tore my MCL in September last year. I could be like, oh, why does this happen? Always happen to me. Why am I the injured one? Blah, blah, blah. And I could mm -hmm. just totally be in my feelings about it. Or, or, hear me out, you can totally realize that, like, it, it's going to sound insane to some people, but I genuinely feel like I was chosen for this. I genuinely feel <laughs> like I was chosen for this journey. Like, I'm sitting in class yesterday, and I'm seeing everybody rolling, but I'm totally, like, at ease with the fact that I'm, like, I'm, like, the injured guy, right? I'm, I'm like, the guy that, that every, nobody wants to be in, in my place, but, mm -hmm. but I feel like I was chosen for it. I felt at ease with my current position and I felt like in some way God like gave this to me to to not overcome because then I'm in telling that it's a mm -hmm. challenge but but to solve this puzzle, right? One of my goals this year was to have strong knees and a strong body and to move pain free. Well, it's safe to say <laughs> that I'm the complete opposite of that right now, right? But it's it, I think God works in funny ways like that where he like says, "Okay, so you want this?" Well, Try have, go through this and, and see what that does for you, right? And so that's why I feel like I'm chosen for it because God gave me this opportunity to strengthen my knees, strengthen my body, and to end you know end goal, move pain free, right? And I've I've gotten in contact with some some people that are willing to help me online. There's people at the Jiu Jitsu gym that have that have gone through it and that help people with <clears throat> this kind of stuff. So so that's that's one of the things that. The core principles of mentality is is realizing that that everything that happens is at flow with the balance of the universe, and that comes from Stoicism and, and mm -hmm. um, specifically Marcus Amazing. Aurelius. Yeah, I'm totally with you so, on the chosen yeah. part. Yeah. Right. Yeah, life gets a lot better when you realize that like mm -hmm. everything that happens, yeah. you were chosen for. Um, and, and it's, it's, like I said, some people are going to think that's absolutely bonkers <laughs> that I was chosen for this surgery and that this and that, but like, but like, if I believe that I'm chosen for this and I believe that this is going to be better for me, I'm going to be, I, I'm just going to, I know that I will excel so much faster than people who take I mean, that loser at the end of the day, if on. you are free to believe anything you want, why would you believe something that takes power from you? Yeah. 100%. 100%. And a lot of things that that you're taught in in and I don't I, I don't know how it how it is in the culture that you were raised in cuz you're you're from a different culture but at least in this culture you're kind of taught <clears throat> you're kind of taught like a lot of things like imposed limiting beliefs are imposed on on your body like you 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 tend to think that things are impossible and that you can't mm -hmm. do things and you're not capable of doing things. But people it's it's a lie that that's genuinely a lie like you are capable of anything that you put your mind to because your belief mm -hmm. system definitely right um and it's basically you have to go through exactly. this process of unlearning exactly. and all it's this one of the bullshit. hardest things in the world on on learning it's extremely difficult yeah yeah um and and i'm i'm just grateful to have found this path and and it's my hope that I can help Absolutely. people do the same for themselves, right? And I feel like you're doing the same thing too with your content. Like, like when you're talking about what was the one? What was the one video that you put out this morning about Mikey and Leonardo? Oh. I think it talked. I think it talked specifically about this yeah. point. 
where he mm-hmm. where Mikey was feeling down on himself, but Leonardo exactly. showed him that he can actually do it. It was about I don't know consistency, the exact explanation that you went into. That. And Mikey was like, "Why does all of this ha- keep happening to me? And why don't I see any progress? Mm. Why don't I get any closer to my end goal?" And then Leonardo comes in and says, "Well, look at the process. Look at what's happening to you." And imagine this over many, many, many years. That's that's mm-hmm. what we, and it comes back to that long term thing, right? Where that you you're not seeing progress, right? In, in in that specific time, but if you think about the end goal, right? If you have that goal in mind, think about okay, I'm taking one step up the staircase, right? Um, and I feel like people that kind of have that way of thinking or people who want to change from the old paradigm to the new paradigm are interested in that, that self-improvement type of community. And, and so that kind of brings us to where we join tribe, right? Um, so tribe accelerator is, is of course by our own more. And it's all about connecting with the like-minded dudes who are going to help you elevate your circumstance while you're also elevating your own circumstance through, mm-hmm. through these, these, the coursework. And you're also hopping on calls, and you're building these incredible relationships with people on on a, on a screen, Definitely. like like yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's just incredible. Um, like what what um, what impelled you to to join Tribe? Um, it was exactly this. I was chatting with a friend on um, social media, and in that chat, I was just providing value massive value and i could feel that i'm changing this person's life right now right here and this thought Mm. came to my mind i was like okay with this level of technology you could be writing this somewhere where a hundred people could read it simultaneously so instead of putting this energy out and getting an equal from the other side, you could be putting this energy out and helping a hundred, a thousand people. So I was like, for that, I need to learn better social skills, learn how to build a tribe. And I just came across Arlen's stories and everything. And it was all about tribe, 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 tribe. So I was like, ah, tribe, let's check this out. And since then, everything has been truly different. It's, it's really interesting how all the exactly. pieces, pieces seem to fall together. Um, and I, I, fa- I kind of feel the same way. Like, I'll, I'll like write stuff in my journal or I like think stuff to myself. I'm like, why am I only thinking this to myself? Why, like, other people need it? And, and so, like, I have, I have friends that here that, are, you know, are not mm-hmm. dedicated to mentality, men- mindset design, like Arlen says. Um, I, they're not dedicated to that kind of stuff, and and I see that, and I want to help them. But like, you can say stuff to people, but sometimes they don't have the ears for it, and and mm-hmm. so you want to say stuff to people who have the ears for it. And and the best way to do that is is like exactly what you said, monetizing an audience, or not monetizing, but like yeah. <coughs> optimizing an audience. Exactly. But you can monetize. To be, to be honest, if if you monetize, <laughs> if you it, want, like you um, can help them even more because it can be sustainable. Yeah, it, yeah, it's sustainable. Yeah, and you and you offer services at that yeah. point, like a legit. I'm gonna help you, right? And and I think think that's where a lot of people come from in yeah. tribe is is just wanting to help other exactly. people. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, you see that it's a recurrent theme, right? People people wanting to help each other out. Um, like we want to see each other succeed. Exactly. And I feel like that's like, really hard to come by. If if you're um, putting together a system, a co- it, it's. It's not even fair to say a course because like tribe tr- tribe is much more than that. Yeah, it's not. Like, if you're able to put together such a thing, then like just think about it. Arlen, okay, he took money from us and gave us this. But when you truly realize what this is, you're like, he should have taken much more than this. Like this is <laughs> nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree. I was a little bit, not apprehensive, but like, but like you know, when you're buying yeah. something, it's a big deal at this age, I guess, 
because you're trying you're making change and you're saying this is going to do this and so then you just you're kind of engulfed in it and like you got the coursework you have the discord you have the calls you have the calls with other people exactly like you know it's it's just in, incredible like the the things that you can gain and that's that's what we mean about mm -hmm. auditizing or monetizing audience right so like arlen has this crazy genius idea i guess you could say where where mm -hmm. you know he has the maxi and he has tribe and exactly. he, he monetizes it but he's helping people you know what i mean he's helping people get to become a better version of themselves even though that's so cliche like what i mean like but at it's this true. age going through um, such a system it's basically like buying time buying golden years of your life back because imagine mm. you not going through that you would have been a year behind two years behind it, it's just like buying the golden years of your life back exactly and it's a cheat code like go ask someone who's it's, it's 50 years code. and be like, and like how much money would you give give me to give you for me to give you back two years in your 20s they'd be like take everything <laughs> take everything yeah it's um time is so valuable and i'm be it's something that i'm i'm still learning today like that time that you spend you're never gonna get back like it's it's mm -hmm. you'll spend money but you'll get it back right mm -hmm. i spent the money on this tribe accelerator but i'm gonna get it back but the time that i that, like if I didn't buy Tribe Accelerator and the time that I spent trying to, you know, you're on the, you're in the rat race and then you realize there's a different way. And so the time that I spent looking for that different way and trying to get through that other path, I would never get back. So, exactly. so you're, you're hacking the system, right? It's a cheat code, man. And, and that kind of brings how everything, this, like, this is just, it's a game, man. It's, it's, it's a game. Like your, your soul is, is telling you to wake up. And, and realize yeah, what we're all true. here for. You know what I mean? And also, when you um, see Arlen do it, you're like, okay, then maybe I can do it too. Yeah, and not yeah. even Arlen, but the people that are in Tribe. Um, someone, mm -hmm. someone that comes to mind is like Will Coomer. He, he is like, I don't want to like put, put a rank out there, but mm -hmm. you know, he's not Solbra. But he's he's like, like higher than than uh, like higher than us in tribe, and he's like starting to break break that barrier himself. You know what I mean? Um, and he's like on the rise. He's on the cusp of something, and and he's a really yeah. cool guy. I, I don't know if you've spoken to him before. Um, I think everybody should follow him because he's the he's gonna be he's gonna be the next. Um, I don't want to say next Arlen or next Solber, but he's 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 gonna be you know he's he's next right. And and that's the type of people that you're connecting with, the people who who are doing this, and the people who are actually coming out and being successful. And then you realize, oh shit, I can do it too. And and you have all of the resources to do so. So <laughs> it's it's really yeah. incredible. Um, and and I think when you connect to that to that type of thinking, it life will 100%. be so much smoother. Smoother, more enjoyable, more rewarding, everything. Um, yeah, everything. Um, and it's all and it's all it's all about being positive. That's that's what it comes down to, right? Yeah. Like just just realizing that everything is positive. Yeah. Like everything that happens. And it, again, it might sound crazy to the person that doesn't think positive because some shitty stuff really does happen. But if you're thinking positive, you're attuning your mind and your your whole vibration exactly. to positivity. Yeah period and and then you'll come across everything mm -hmm. positive even if something shitty happens right you get stuck in traffic but when you're thinking positive you're re thinking about the divine timing of everything i used to be <laughs> fucking i used to hate traffic i used to have a lot of you know like oh fucking drive oh my god i can't believe i made this didn't make this late but now i'm like even if i'm running late or something i'm cutting it close for time i'm like like thinking about the divine timing and how i'm supposed to be here in this moment mm -hmm. and that's all because i'm just thinking positively Right, I'm thinking that everything that happens is just going to be good for me, and that that those type of concepts are so widely accessible in the Bible, in in Stoicism, and in, in mm -hmm. other forms of religion too. These concepts exactly. are, are not foreign yeah. at all. And it's so funny, like when you try to present it to people, 
um, everyone's like, inside their head, they're like, but it can't be so simple. But it is. It's like most yeah. of these stuff are so simple, but they're hard. Yeah, it's um, it's it's exactly. hard though because you have to unlearn everything that you were taught, right? And so it, that's why it's hard mm -hmm. to wrap your mind around why it's so simple. It and at first when you're exposed to those ideas, it seems so foreign and exotic, and you're mm -hmm. like, what the fuck? But but just truly, I like if you're listening and you're and you're kind of hesitant or you're new to it, just what I say to you is just like like it, like mm -hmm. engulf yourself in it, embrace it, and try it out. Um, positive thinking does so much for you and and realize that like what you were taught before is is not necessarily positive right I think if you think about it you go to school and, and you're taught about how like we have tw what 10 years left before we're fucked and the environment's gonna kill us and everything like that well well I mean if you want to think that if you, if you truly want to think that we're fucked then then think that we're fucked mm -hmm. and, and live in that fear state of mind or I'm gonna think like, okay, well, Mother Earth is gonna do what it's gonna do, but you know, I think I'm gonna be fine, and whatever happens, and and that, that that's fine. And people, I feel like some people could not wrap their minds around the fact that I think <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be okay. That's right. You know. So, um, so yeah, I think um, just just um, mentality in general, like like the anxiety video that that you just told me about. Why does everybody have so much anxiety today? Um, <laughs> credit to Troy Casey. Um, why does everyone have so much anxiety? Fake food, yeah. fake news, fake economy, fake this, fake that. Like we're living. Okay, mm -hmm. think about it. we're living in a we're living in a box. Drive to school in a box. Go to work in a box. It's exactly. it's not real, right? And so then your soul is telling you something that's totally. Like this is not what's supposed to happen. Like your soul is just exactly. saying no, 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 and that's the soul why knows that there is not something, a lot of things, fundamentally wrong, <laughs> and you're not doing anything about it. So you feel anxious, and it, it's funny. It said, yeah, um, and, and you just in that ahead. video, it said, like there is no benefit in fitting in into a sick society. Like, like what's the point? Why, why, why would you fit into sickness? Uh, the anxiety should be acting as a flag for you to wake up. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because because if you if you're feeling anxious about like a social setting, well, why why are you feeling anxious about it? Well, maybe because mm -hmm. first of all, we're so engulfed in our phones, and and then then that's the kind of social setting that you're given. But it's fake. Right, and and that's why you're feeling anxious in that social setting because you're not in tune with the the human connection, right? And so, <clears throat> and so, like you said about living in a sick society, that's why you're anxious. Like this, this is not functional. It's not sustainable. Our culture is not something. There's something wrong with with mindless consumerism and entertainment mm -hmm. being your exactly. culture, right? Um, you know what ha what happened to family values? What happened to to you know, being spiritual or religious and, and coming together and what happened to community vibes. Mm -hmm. We, we, what we happened don't to really have much of that anymore. As a person, just yourself. Um, exactly. Just just simply doing what your soul is called to do, right? Mm -hmm. Go to school, get a degree, get a job, have kids, retire, die. That's, um, hate to break it to you, Western <laughs> culture, but that's not real. <laughs> that's not real. Um, yeah, and, and sometimes you can have downloads and you think about what life truly is and, and you think about like, okay, we could literally be just chanting like spiritual songs in front of a fire at, with a drum circle, but instead we're out here and <laughs> you're going to watch the game, bro? You're going to come out to the bars with us, bro? <laughs> nah, I don't think so, man. I, I, a night out, a night of fun for me is training jujitsu in, in bed by 10. Let's Thanks, go. though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's um. Somebody asked me that. Somebody asked me like, so what do you do for fun? Exactly. Like, I don't know who it was, like, like, but they they asked me, like, what do you do for fun? I was like, I, I, like I'm always having fun. I, I edit videos. I'm having fun. I go to martial arts having fun. Right. It's all fun. 
Yeah, I, in, our, in our last call, you told me that everything you're doing, you're having fun. I, I asked you, because we were talking about the difference between work and play, and you were telling me everything you had fun. That just totally, yeah. totally like um, surprised me. Yeah. You know, it's one thing that makes oh. it like complicated for people to understand that is they think that you have to hear something like this and instantly 180 degrees different. Tomorrow, you have to wake up, be happy, totally positive, no negativity. But that's not the case. Like for, for this mind to get to this place, I've had to fight anxiety, uh, negative thinking, and all sorts of negative things that anyone else would deal with for six months consistently. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, but by saying like positive thinking will change your life, like I personally, I'm saying like when you when you're on that track and you're progressing, you're stepping out of your comfort zone. So mm -hmm. you're stuck in these negative thought patterns and, and anxious thoughts and you choose, mm -hmm. you consciously choose to be positive. You're still going to have resent like you're still stuck in that 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 comfort zone, right? And when you try and break off and improve those negative thought patterns are going to return because it's instilled in your exactly. in your conscious subconscious mm -hmm. um, to to basically keep you there, right? And and why why are we having these negative thought patterns mm -hmm. and why are we why are we anxious? Well, we want to stay comfortable. We want to be in this little bubble of of comfort, but growth happens when you step out of it and and you and you venture out into the unknown and you're willing to to be uncomfortable, mm -hmm. but you know you're going to change. Like I, I'm, I'm no saint. I, I still deal with negative thought patterns. I still deal with the anxiety, but mm -hmm. that, that I mean, it doesn't make me any different. It just means that, that I have to consciously be aware of these negative thought patterns that enter into my timeline. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts, those thought patterns are not you, and that's the first step of dissociating exactly. from those. You, you are not those exactly. thoughts. You are not those feelings, and th that's that's it's. it's it's your your programming keeping you in that bubble, and mm -hmm. so when you choose to break the bubble, those feelings are still going to come back because that's all exactly. that you've been programmed to do. And so the first step is being aware that ye, that's not you. You it's it's going to happen, mm -hmm. and you just have to deal with it as it comes. Uh, and for me, meditation has been a huge, mm -hmm. huge difference maker for me um, because. I'm sitting there in silence and and not trying to move. So only <laughs> thing that's moving are my thoughts. And then you have your you you know you're thinking you're thinking and then all of a sudden bam, you have that thought and you're like what the fuck was that? Like why why did that just come and it's some the most negative bullshit that you've ever like you know, I'm not going to give a personal example because it's personal, but you try it out. If you're listening, try it out. Try try meditating. If you can't sit up straight, sit savasana. I, I'm doing that because I can't bend my legs. Sit in savasana, uh, and 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 sit there and just let your thoughts roll, right? And then you'll have that exactly. thought. And you're like, what it's in the crazy. fuck is this? I thought? thought I'm the only one having all these weird thoughts. <laughs> oh, you, yeah, I know. I, like, I'm glad that we can have this conversation because I'm glad I'm not the only it's one. So man. funny, and it's not just. Like it's not just yeah. at the time that you're meditating yet. When you start meditating and when you start like taking transformation seriously, like you randomly face dark thoughts that were basically somewhere in the back never came up and they come up, you know, because they're getting cleaned, you know. It's crazy. I'm like, right. where were you? Like, I, I can't believe this was inside my existence in, in my head till now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like what like where did you come from like like did, and but when you meditate and you become like you're just the only thing you're worried about is your thoughts right mm -hmm. and you're you're just those thoughts are coming and then but when you're out of that meditative state and that something like that comes up where it's like what was that you can realize yeah. you you will literally just be like what was that you'll be like that is that was so weird and then you like go away with it and, and let it go and keep doing what you were doing but if you're still in that old paradigm and that just negative thought pattern, bam, comes. Exactly. You you go down that that loop, right? I'm sure we've all been there, and it, you know I still struggle with it sometimes. Where you go down that loop, 
It's just that never-ending spiral of, of this, then that, then that. And, and the meditation helps calm that. I've actually, I've actually been meditating at a point where, where there was one of the presence reminders that Arlen has where, listen for the space in between thoughts. Such a game changer, man, because you never think that there would be space in between your thoughts, but then when you contemplate it, you, th you have A thought, space. then you have space, and then you have B thought. And you never would think that you'd have that. But then when you contemplate it more and more and you meditate on it, I've gotten to the point where in my meditation, not for long, but I've been able to like have like complete stillness. Not for long though. Still. Maybe like 10 people. seconds. <laughs> yeah. But that took like, that. I mean, that took of like, I don't know, a month or so of, of practicing every day. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just been a game changer. Um, in meditation, mm -hmm. I feel like meditation has become a huge thing lately, um, the past, I don't know, 10 years. But yeah, yeah. try it out, people. Try it out. Um, are yeah, you still meditating? Are you still meditating? Because um, I did a three month phase of like full monk mode. And then I took a like two week break right. to find myself and, you know, aim again first before like going into monk mode again. So yeah, recently started again. Dude, explain explain your monk mode. <laughs> it's so funny. A while ago, when I started the first three month phase, uh, I thought I'm doing such a difficult task. You know, I'm I'm, I'm picking such a dif difficult lifestyle. I stayed consistent with it. Wasn't wasn't sure what direction to take, but I just went with this agency model. Tried to build um, a real estate advertising agency, and just did outreach systems, all of that every day, workout, meditation, things like that. And the three month phase ended, and when I'm like, when I was at the beginning of the next three month, I was like. All that shit that I thought was difficult is not even close to the level of difficulty of what I'm going about to embark on now. Like that was a child's play. Like this is big boy. And I, and I think like a year <laughs> from now, I'm going to look back and be like, what the hell was that? That was a joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But right. This phase that's, consists that's cool, of. Man being more and more aligned with that mission that you feel the soul has and trying to find mm. an, an intersection as i said exactly the mission yeah that that's that's one of my things too is getting more clear on my vision defining my purpose getting the mission right mm -hmm. you know what's going to be my impact and i've done i've done a monk mode um but only for a month with some other guys that um, um, I'm in this other community. I talked about it on the other podcast. If you want to give that a listen, um, so it, it, yeah, we did some sort of monk mode. You know, no fap, no, you know, eat clean. You know, less screen time, work and meditate and pray and whatever. And and truly, when you you decide to go into this monk mode and you go within yourself. You 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 really do accelerate mm -hmm. the the it's improvement. Crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and um, really glad that that I tried it out. I I want to try it out again sometime. I just don't know how how it would how it would uh, work. I'd have to sit down and do it. Um, but maybe we can collab on that sometime. Um, I'm looking forward Definitely. to more collaborations with you, man. Um, Especially, especially now that I picked up the guitar. I, I mean, I have a lot of catching up to do to your skills, well, but um, I have a lot of catching up to do with jujitsu, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's a balance, right? Um, yeah, I remember when I first saw your introductory <laughs> video in the school website. You like played. You got out the thing, and you were like moving all over the fretboard, and I was like, "What the fuck? I've only been playing for two months, and this guy." Bah, 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 bah. Bro, I remember I was so anxious yeah, recording that video. And even posting, I was like, uh, do I do this? Is it too cringe? And now it looks like I'm like... 
No, dude, that was the most yeah. badass thing. Thank you. No, dude, and and My you also play piano, right? Is the piano. Dude, that is incredible. Uh, I want my birthday's coming up. I want to I want to get one for my birthday, um, mm -hmm. just so I can explore music theory a bit more. Um, I really like the way music has kind of been like changing my brain. I have no idea the science behind it. I have no idea how to articulate it. But when I'm playing the instrument, like playing the guitar, yeah, I can feel something going on in my brain. I don't know. Is, is there a way that you could explain the way Definitely. it works? Um... It's very complicated, but it's all about frequencies and how being exposed to those frequencies makes you react. Your mind, your even your physicality, your body reacts certainly uh, in a certain way um, to different frequencies. Um, there are people who use frequencies to... Uh, I don't know how effective that is, but to cure physical issues by exposing people to certain frequencies and things like that but yeah interesting i am um i'm gonna go out on a whim here and say that the first week after my acl surgery in my uh my knee surgery mm -hmm. that was pretty brutal um pain wise and I would find the most relief, besides the pharmaceuticals that they gave me, I would find, <laughs> I would find the most relief yeah. in playing the guitar. I would mm -hmm. sit down and play for like an hour or two hours just in bed, and mm -hmm. I wouldn't even notice my knee, right? My knee had just been cut open and re like some of it had just been like repaired and stuff. But I would be sitting and playing the guitar, and it wouldn't even cross my mind that I, I, I would... You know, I'm in pain, and and I think there's something. One hundred percent. I think there was a research. Uh, I don't remember clearly, so I'm not gonna coordinate or anything. But what they were talking about was um, apparently like singing for ten minutes a day could lower over uh, uh, overall anxiety in long term for people. Interesting. Yeah, I also noticed, um, I think I had this conversation with somebody else where they said that play, like music in general, like when you're producing it or creating it, it helps with the mental stuff. And then I, mm -hmm. I contributed my part about the, the physical pain. So there's something, there's something yeah. interesting about how, how music can help, mm -hmm. help um, with pain in general. Um, and I, I sing a little bit, but um, it's a little bit mediocre. I think my roommates are pretty annoyed by it. <laughs> um, but I still do it nonetheless. Um, maybe after X amount of years of doing it, I'll sing like John Mayer and be able to play like him. And and um, have you have you have you seen like the the crazy stuff that he can do? You know the I've song Neon. I've heard songs from him, but not that a specific song. Supposedly that's mm -hmm. a really hard one. Um, yeah, yeah. That 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 would be tell you something goal, interesting. Right? So. You know how different instruments are different. You know, a piano is a piano, a guitar is a guitar. You can't play in the middle of notes yeah. with a piano, but you can with the, with the guitar. So, in terms of singing, humans are just like different instruments too. So, like when you say a difficult song to sing, um, there are many songs that are not composed in a way that a certain person would be able to perform it at all like given different vocal ranges that we have for example I'm a bass you might be a soprano if I give you the piece that was composed for my voice you're gonna struggle no matter how professional of a singer you are mm. so I have to figure out if I'm a bass, a soprano. There are, there there's are a like lot. two more, right? Uh, there is the bass. Um, well, <laughs> um, in terms of, what's that? Allegro is that one? No, those Allegra, are tempos, is that one? But uh, the vocal vocal ranges. There's okay, the bass. Right, right. There is the baritone. There is the tenor, alto, and then it goes up. Soprano, mezzo soprano, goes up. 
But, yeah. Interesting. Sometimes I find, like, if there's a song that I enjoy playing on the guitar and then I like, I like to sing with it just to match the song, I find that some songs are come rather easy to me to sing. And others, I'm like totally botching it. Like I even know that I'm I'm bugging it. My roommates don't have to tell me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so that's quite interesting. And like music is so unlimited. It's crazy. It's, it's an insane. You can't stop. <laughs> like there's no barrier. Um, yeah, and and I'm I'm interested to learn into the basic concepts of music theory. And I know that's accessible with the piano more yeah. than the guitar. So, um, so how, how are you going to use music, um, to, to kind of blend everything? It's funny because if you take everything from, uh, this personality, two things are stuck with the soul. Um, the highest priority is music and the other one is being a warrior. So like it's it's with me so uh, you know it's a very important part of my um personality so what i'm trying to do is stop being a perfectionist <laughs> and just compose produce um mm. at least one song a month starting very soon figured out all the release stuff all the distribution platforms and everything so first song is coming out soon. Second one is being produced right now. Awesome, bro. And we're going to see where that will take us. Dude, I'm excited for you, man. That's awesome. Are you are 100%. you singing in your songs? <laughs> Dude, let's go, man. That's awesome. Um, are you, are you, so you're trying to get on Spotify and like have I was, music and stuff? But under a different artist name? Uh, that story ended, so I took all of that down, starting a new one. Okay, cool, man. Well, we'll definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, and then, um, before we finish up here, man, is there any last words, any parting words, anything you want to get off your chest out to the world? Um, any last messages? When you take responsibility, your heart will automatically fill with all the beautiful, positive energies that you need to continue with your path. <laughs> Mic drop. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, that was awesome, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show, man. I'm so happy that we can make this happen. Let's um, continue to grow together. Let's continue to elevate together. Let's continue to build together. Um, this is a collective journey, right? Um, so we're here to help each other out, and I'm so happy that you could help me out in coming on this show. I'm, I'm so looking forward to seeing where this takes me. I'm looking forward to seeing where your music journey takes you, where your content creation journey takes you. Um, I know that that um, that I, I can feel it between you and me, man. Definitely. That we're on the cusp of something huge, um, and you've been putting in the work, man. I've been watching you, man, <laughs> dude. Something is in store for you, so keep working, keep grinding. Something you. you're you're on the cusp, man. You're on the cusp, um, honestly. And I'll, I'll tag all your information in the in the information with the stuff, so people can find where you're at, your YouTube, your Instagram, your Twitter. Um, you know, just keep building. Keep awesome. creating. Stay focused, man. Exactly. Um, it was a pleasure, way, Stephen. Right? Thank you so much for having me. So, absolutely. Thank you so much.